What's up, guys? Nate Ramsey here with Garrett Chapel for another episode of What's Your Thoughts? Howdy. On today's episode, I want to talk about picking the right taxidermist. What's your thoughts? Carlton you know there's going to be a little gag reel of this later, right? <laughs> I'm saving this mess. So, what's your thoughts on picking the right taxidermist or picking a taxidermist? Yeah. There's a lot of things that go into that, and I think it's a, a topic for waterfowl hunting and not just waterfowl, any kind of hunting sure. that gets overlooked. Um, people don't There's a lot of people that's spent a lot of money A lot of garbage. Money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of that comes down to trial and error sometimes, pick you know, trying different ones out. I know I've been to several different people for mainly birds, but, I mean, I've had one guy that's always done all my deer, and here recently he's kind of got sick and is not able to do it, so I'm having to kind of venture out there. Yeah. But once you kind of get that tax nervous that you like using that, you know, does good work and, you know, it's they're quick. I mean, we've had some – I know you have, and I have too, had some experiences where – you go to a tax nervous and you drop it off, you know, a bird or a deer or whatever. And then next thing you know, it's like it's two years later and you're looking like, hey, uh, you still got yeah. my animal or what's yeah. up? Or, yeah. Um, but I think a lot of that goes into two, like one thing that I look for is being able to talk to one. Um, yeah. I don't know if you remember back in the day, I used to live not far down the road from um, a guy that did taxidermy and I'd go up there and hang out in the shop. He'd let me come out there and see what he's doing, and I'd make him some plaques. I did a lot of woodwork, and he was a very personal person. He would he was he was also a very professionalist, I guess you could say, like he mm-hmm. perfectionist, whatever that word is. Yeah, there you go. He's looking for that, and uh, he wouldn't let something leave unless it was perfect. Like I would sit there and look at, it, like, dude, that looks great. He's like, no, no, I just I'm not happy with it. Yeah, which could be a good thing and a bad thing. I guess it could drag out if somebody's too bad on it. But I mean, he would really took pride in what he did yeah um i've also had some birds that i've got back that were supposed to be a mallard and they got a gooseneck on them (laughs) seen it done yeah so it's kind of one of those like it's a hard thing to go through and especially when you're i mean you're talking about taking especially if you kill like a say you kill a duck or a goose that's you know a rare bird that you've always wanted and you kill it there's a lot of pressure to take that bird to a taxidermist now yeah absolutely i mean you might not get another shot at that right so, like, what's something you're, what do you, I guess, what's your quirks? Like, what's something you're looking for in a taxidermist, whether it's for, well, I guess for you, it'd only be for birds, but. Yeah. So, for me, I can only speak on waterfowl because I've, I've never taken anything aside from that to a taxidermist. Um, but I, I've, I've also looked at a lot of people's turkey work because it's still a goal of mine. Oh, do yeah. I do want to eventually get a full body, um, turkey done. Um, so, for turkeys, I'll start there since I just said that. The number one thing that I look at, if, if I don't have a taxidermist in mind, the first thing I want to do is I want to look at pictures of their work. Yep. Because a lot of times these guys might not be local. Um, so the best way to do it is to look look at their work online, look at their pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, for a turkey, the first thing I look at is the head. Yep. To me, the number one thing that stands out on a taxidermist when it comes to turkeys is how good do they do the head. Um I personally only it when I do take it, I'm only gonna I'm not gonna take it to a taxidermist that use an artificial head. Mm-hmm. Only a freeze dried head. Um 
because you can't get more real than the real, the real thing. thing. <laughs> so turkeys is pretty simple to me. Look at the head. Are they yep. using a real one or are they using a fake one? And you can usually tell. Oh, yeah, you can tell. So um, when it comes to waterfowl, the the couple things that really stand out to me to where I, how I can tell if somebody is really good versus somebody who might not be as good, the two things I look at immediately is the neck mm-hmm. and the feet. Yep. Look at I, I, to I've me, seen some feet if, that are kind of like, if, if somebody's going to butcher a, a, a bird mount, a waterfowl, it's either, they're either going to butcher it in the neck or they're going to butcher it in the feet. I've seen, I, now that you've mentioned that, like feet, I've seen a lot of birds on a wall that like, oh, that looks good. And you get close, you're like, Meh. yeah. And I mean, and I should hit them. I'm not going to, I'm not going to name drop anybody because nah. um, I, I hear a bad mouth nobody for it. I'm just, talking about picking one yeah and and i don't have a ton of birds done but so i can only speak off the ones that i have done um the prime example of that would be like i have a pintail that's done the pintail looks freaking great Mm. feet eh, not so much (laughs) luckily the feet don't really stand out in in the mount but if you looked at it i could see like that's where i can find the flaw like Mm. yeah he he should have spent a little more time on those feet you know (laughs) Um, but to me, that's, that's the two things that I look for. Like, I yeah. Um, that's one thing I guess what that I stands <laughs> out to me when it comes to like ducks is positioning. Yeah. And you can tell someone who does a lot of duck hunting or who's done a lot of mounts. Like I've seen some ducks in some weird positions and that, and sometimes that's personal preference. People want them that way. Yeah. But like you just see things that don't look right. Like say you got one cupped up, committed, barely legal, but he's got the neck just looking all in a weird way that doesn't seem right. Yeah. And I mean, I've filmed and shot a lot of ducks, and I just never seen one do some weird, you know, cockamamie thing that he's doing with his neck. And just, that stands out weird to me. And yeah. I think a lot of that comes back to people who've spent a lot of time either photographing and or shooting ducks. Sure. And they see what they do. Um, but like I said, me, my biggest thing is just being a personal experience being able to talk to somebody because I've been to many taxidermists that I've gone in, dropped off my bird or whatever, and they're like, all right, just sign your name here. All right, have a good day. Yeah. And it's like, man, I, I mean, yeah, well, I got I mean, a lot of pride in what I just dropped you. I really like to – and I right. get sometimes you can't stop your work, but being able to at least make you feel like, hey, I, I understand this is it might be a rare animal for you sure. or, you know, you've always wanted this bird. I'm going to try to take care of it and make sure it look best as I can. Yeah. And some people give you that vibe. Some people don't. Yeah. So – First step would be looking at their work, right? And and I think we, we hit a couple key things of stuff to look for. Uh, the second thing, I think the main things that pop in my mind is looking at their work first, finding somebody that, that you would trust based yeah. off of their work. Okay, I can tell they know what they're doing. Second's going to be price point. Third's going to be turnaround time. Now, I look at those things, but it's not how you would think you'd, I wouldn't suggest going with the cheapest person you find. No. I wouldn't suggest going with the person with the quickest turnaround time. No. So factor in those things of I'm the kind of guy that kind of likes to just kind of go middle of the road. I I don't necessarily want to pay $1,000 for a duck. Mm-hmm. But if somebody says I'll do it for 100 bucks, I'm, I'm probably not going to do that either. <laughs> you know. No. So I think finding that middle ground there, I mean – that's think a about value think thing. about your budget, how much you want to spend, how valuable is that duck to you? Yeah. You know, you travel across the country and shoot a Hawkwin. 
I might go to that guy that is the most expensive yeah. guy in town, you know. And, and or, that comes back and, to another point. Or in though. that case, somebody in North Carolina might not be Mount yeah. Harlequin. That's what I'm saying. That goes back to you know, knowing people that know how to do that bird. Right. You know, if you do kill like swan or something like a harlequin or something that's very kind of area very specific. area specific, that might not be the person to take to someone that might who's be never something that one. gets shipped to somebody. Yeah, you know. Um, so I think I think that's something to consider is how valuable is that bird to you? That might justify how much you're going to spend, mm-hmm. and then the turnaround time. Obviously, like you want it back quick, like mm-hmm. because it's hard to go drop a, however much money you end up spending. And then be like, all right, well, we got to wait two years, yeah. you know. Um, I, I think, think I think most average taxidermy, whether it's birds, deer, turkey, whatever, I've talked to, usually it's like that year mark. That seems that's, to that's be your pretty safe to bet for your yeah. year. If it's over that, if it's you know, if it's sixteen months, fourteen months, whatever, right? You start hitting the two year mark, you're kind of like, hey, dude, you like I'm me? personally not going to wait two years. To me, that's, that's too much. And and I have dropped off birds that have taken that long and. Like, I was upset about it because yeah. I'm like, first of all, they told me I'm going to update you through the whole process to let you know where I'm at. Yeah. And then it was one of them never heard nothing. <laughs> and then, uh, so I kind of shy away from something that's going to take that long. I think the year, maybe even if it goes into 14, 15 months, but I'd say that year and a half is like a cutoff for me. Now that's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I'd, I would try to find something around a year. If somebody says I can do it nine to 10 months, that'd be great. If somebody says I can get it to you in a month, nah. obviously that means this guy doesn't have, have a, lot a lot of work. work. And there's probably a, a reason, reason for that. that. Yeah. So, you know, think about that. I think finding the middle ground on all of it is, is the safe bet. Um, that's just kind of how I do it. Where anyways. we are right now. And we actually got we got several things at Taxidermy right now. I mean, me and you both, you know, we've, we've there's several Taxidermy around us, but we've, we've been through them and not saying they're bad or good. But we we have our preferences, and we actually drove an hour and a half up the road, I think. Right. Um, and we both dropped off birds. You have a little bit more pricey taxidermy bill than I do right now because <laughs> you got four at one time. Um, but we've got a what we took. I took a pintail and I think a speckle belly. You took what three mallards and a spoonie. Yep. Um, we dropped all those off with uh, Keith Bundy at uh, Keith Wildlife Works. And how Keith, that and yeah. the, how that happened was. Uh, that was a word of mouth recommended from, from a buddy from yeah. from a buddy that we just happened to see some of his work and we was like man th- those look really, really good. good who did those and then that's when he he recommended him and um you know that was well this is even better than looking at pictures like i got to look at his work Actual in thing, person yeah. and i was like if he can do that that's my guy so, <laughs> so we'll see know, here we are we're uh, we haven't hit that year mark yet so I'm, I'm anxious to get them both back oh yeah and then like i said now i've tallied up my tax number bill and when i was in oklahoma and that was sketch you know dropping off somebody i've never met before but i dropped my deer off at a wicked ridge taxidermy and that kind of went the same way that's another word of mouth like that's the guy yeah. that that our buddies in oklahoma use well they they use a couple different people um but that was somebody he was familiar with and yeah. like, i'm super excited about those guys because like i said they took the time to stop and sure talk to me and just you know hey where are you from blah 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 and you know kick it with me for a little bit made me feel confident they were actually they took pride in what they did and they were going to take care of me so right i'm excited to get that back and my goose and duck so i got all kinds of things on the board cool i'm out of wall space but <laughs> well cool deal guys that's pretty much wraps it up let us know what's your thoughts what's your thoughts We'll catch you on the next one.